Welcome to episode 16 of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm OZZY, Ozzy. In this TV heavy, heavy episode of the Screenfellows Podcast, we have all sorts of things for you. We got a Star Wars Rebels Season 3 trailer review. We, we're going to talk Emmy nominations. And we're going to review Netflix's new miniseries, Stranger Things. Enjoy the show. Shut up and sit down. Ozzy, how are you doing? Oh boy, <laughs> I am off the chain, exhausted. <laughs> I just told you why. Yep. Those of you guys who don't know, to be honest, it was a little bit more than 30 minutes. It was 46 <laughs> minutes of sleep. I didn't know exactly. <laughs> I just measured it all out okay. really well. But I'm alive. I'm doing well. Yep. You know? Another and, day of life, man. And, How you been, man? And the way, <laughs> hey, the way we do this, I end up doing this podcast. <laughs> is we're always exhausted by the time we do it. We're trying to fix that. We're trying to get more solid schedules in here. Um, we're we're figuring it out as we go along. But we got a pretty a pretty packed episode today. Yeah, we do. Yeah, pretty heavy TV episode. Which, um, I mean, we we there, we watch a lot of TV, but not enough, not enough according to. The Emmys, at least. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's start with, um, we'll start with the Rebels season three trailer. Now, I watch Star Wars Rebels. You do not, but mm-hmm. I showed you this trailer, and what did you think of it? Does it make you interested in Rebels, or you're just like, eh? I mean, I'm still kind of yeah. on it. Yeah. Is it just because it's animated, or is it just like I, you're I not the biggest Star Wars fan, so it doesn't interest you? I don't mind. I don't mind watching animations. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll go to the movies and I'll watch like a, I'll watch Utopia or mm-hmm. Panda, Kung Fu Panda. So I don't really mind that. Um, it's just the story didn't really intrigue me as well. And I guess so. It's, about, it's just the Star Wars. You're not like you're well, not the biggest Star Wars fan. So, well, I feel like I'd be more invested if I actually was attached to these characters. True. So. Like I saw Star Star the Star Wars Force Awakens. Now, I'm not really a huge fan of that movie like everybody else raves about it, but I do like it and I would I am interested in seeing where it does take Ray. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, if I was if I was saw the show I think beforehand, I, I would have been yeah, like, oh my sure. gosh. But, um I love that. <laughs> it was fantastic. Um we got tons of reveals of characters that were going to be introduced and just like little things that a lot of people this normal semi-Star Wars fans like yourself wouldn't kind of recognize. You know, mm-hmm. we got they threw in Wedge, who's a character from the original series, and that's awesome. And they throw in obviously the big one that everyone is talking about is Grand Admiral Tarkin. Um, so I think there's a lot of things to look forward to. We're going to continue to progress with Ezra's story. Um, if, if it's one thing that I'm really interested in is, in, is actually the villain. The way you explain it to me, and yeah. then the way that he explained himself on how to like how he takes down his enemies. That's actually really interesting. He most people would say, and there is some people who will even say that he's the best Star Wars villain, and that's saying a lot considering we have Vader in our universe. But most people will say he's number two to Vader, which still is high praise. So I mean, I think he's a really interesting villain just in general. Like, if we had, like, a villain like him in movies, I mean, it'd be pretty cool. I'm interested in seeing 
if it's one thing that honestly attracted me to that trailer, it's the villain. Because mm-hmm. the villain does seem menacing. Yeah. He does seem very tactical and smart. Uh-huh. So it's definitely the villain that honestly got me. Um, yeah, and we obviously, we got Tarkin as well. That's another character who we saw again, but he's been in there before. Um, what interests, or what gets me most excited, because they've teased it for so long, is Ezra's descent into the dark side. They've been teasing it for so long, and it's been, to me at least, it's been so obvious that it was going to happen. And I think that we're starting to get there just by this trailer, and I'm just, for me, I'm just hoping that it's not like a last season situation where, I know you don't watch the show, but last season we got an, an awesome trailer, and it was like, most of that footage was from two episodes, and it's like, come on, and a lot of it was filler, so I'm just hoping that we don't get a lot of filler, because the first season of Rebels was great, because it was so small that they, every episode was fantastic, and moving the story along. Last season, they kind of fell more into the Clone Wars dynamic where you got a lot of filler and then some great episodes. So I'm hoping they kind of revert back to season one form. Um, but that was kind of the highlight of Star Wars Celebration, which... Yeah, you were very disappointed uh, on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go into my thoughts on that. If you want to see my thoughts on Celebration yeah, and my frustration with it, on a uh, you can check it out on my Twitter account at Tree456 <laughs> because I was upset. He texts me and everything. Um, yeah. He's like, this is some bull. I did not, but it was, um, it was just frustrating. And I, I, again, I don't want to go into a rant on here, so I'm just going to stay out of it. He's getting angry, guys. No. I'm just, This hog is about to come out. About to come Um, out of that closet. Check my Twitter for that. (laughs) I just hope that it's not. Release. I, I, I hope that it goes back to what it was last year. With all the announcements, all the reveals for next celebration, because fingers crossed, we are going to be a next celebration. So hopefully, we get some actual announcements next year in Orlando. Um, but anyway, let's move on to the big television news of the week. It's kind of the biggest of television news that we get of the year. It's the Emmy nominations. So, all right, full disclaimer here. We don't watch a lot of these shows, and I think that's, most people don't watch, like, if you ask most people, like, maybe they have, like, 2% of these shows, like, they watch. I have, like, 0.2%. And I think the the problem is that there's so much television out there, because there's so many networks, there's so many shows, there's so many kinds of shows, and the thing is, it just, it's it's a much larger commitment than a movie is. Like, people will watch, like, 100 movies in a year or whatever. I mean, obviously, we're not the norm because I'm at, like, 158 at this point <laughs> already this year. But people are going to watch 100 so- shows because each show has, like, 10, 8 to 20 episodes. You know, it's it's too much time to commit. So... When that all, all that being said, when we talk about a lot of these categories, we're not going to go into every category. We're going to hit the highlights. We're going to talk about the things that we know about. But if we skip over something that you watch, we're sorry. Um, but it is what it is. There's just too much TV out there to keep up with. I do my best, but I can't keep up yeah, with all of it. Yeah, I remember my, my TV schedule was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 
<clears throat> and Thursday, and then I had a th- Friday and Saturday break, yeah. and then I had Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, some people would say, well, then use your Friday and Saturday to catch up. And it's like, all right, well, if you want to spend all your time on TV, good for you. Like, man, we, we got lives. <laughs> we got we got jobs. We got social lives. We got school. <laughs> There's right. stuff going on. Anyway, um, there and also there are a lot of categories here, so we're not going to hit every single category because I think in total, with all the technical categories, all the individual episode categories, there's like a hundred something categories. Um, it's ridiculous. So I do think that's an issue with the Emmys themselves. I think um, the same can be said for the Golden Globes, where they have like um, they have best comedy. And best drama. And then people are like, wait, how is this a comedy? I think there's a lot of that question with this, with these as well. And whenever you split it up into, oh, best comedy and best drama, you're going to have those questions. So I honestly think it was, that the Emmys would benefit from cutting it down to less categories. But that's just me. But then they can't have Game of Thrones going, oh, we got 23 nominations. It's like, all right, whatever. But anyway, let's they get into need it. 23 nominations, though. <laughs> Like to be real, like do we really do, the, do we really need twenty three? Um, all right, <laughs> let's get into it here. We'll start with we're going to start with the big one off the top. Um, outstanding drama series. Now, do you watch any of these but Game of Thrones? <laughs> no, really, you I don't really even don't. watch House of Cards, man. Nope, oh, House of Cards is fantastic. You, that's definitely a show I would recommend for you. I think you would like it because you're into politics, man. I'm really not. Yeah, yeah, come. Come on. I'm really not. Come I mean, on. I could, I mean, I could understand you talking to like my eighth grade self and my, my <laughs> freshman year self, but at this point. Oh, we got stories about no. your freshman year self with some speeches. Um, guys, man, I'm just saying, class. we had to give him a chance at the end of the day. Anyway. You know, and it, I mean, I don't like that I said that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, we're not going to get into politics here, so we'll stay away from House of Cards. But, um, I, Game of Thrones is the clear winner here. I mean... You watch more of these shows than I do. Yeah, that's true, but I still think Game of Thrones is a clear winner. I know Mr. Robot came in hot last year. A lot of people are high on that show. The Americans, a lot of people talk about that show. Um, but Game of Thrones, it's an event like no other. I just don't see anything beating it out. I, I just don't. Um, uh, yeah, I may... Do you think... I don't know. Down Abbey, I think they had their last season, so maybe that's a problem. But this is Game of Thrones' category to lose, and I don't think they're going to lose it. Um, well, we don't watch a lot of comedies either. Um, I think because for us, a lot of it is like superhero shows, and then the other shows that we watch are dramas, like Game yeah. of Thrones. Um, but I, we have, we're in the middle of watching Silicon Valley actually right now, which that's actually pretty good. So I'm. Mm. Assuming that it continues on that stretch, so I mean, I, mean, I, I hope so. I mean, um, um, I know, I know they really they're always back and forth between either Big Bang Theory or Modern Family, but I have, Big Bang Theory isn't in this. True. So, um, there's a lot of people. I I know a lot of people who hate Big Bang Theory, and I don't. I've never watched it, but I think it's a show that I would like. So I'm interested to see like why people hate it so much. I mean, I would say. It, I guess this is going on for a very long time yeah. that it starts to digress, especially if True. it's the same True. thing over and over and over again. Um, you know who I think is going to win this? And I don't watch the show, but I, like, I'm pretty confident they're going to win it. Blackish. 
because not only is, from what I've seen, it looks pretty funny, but it's been in the news a lot this year, just with like certain scenes where they address certain topics and, um, the main actor had this really dramatic scene where, um, and I was trending on, on Twitter and Facebook and all that. So I just think just the power of it being in the news and being in the public consciousness is going to help it. So I think that has a really good shot of winning. Um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, I can't believe that got nominated. This season was not good. Um, Master of None, again, I would say that's more of a drama, so I don't necessarily know why it's a comedy, but I get it because it's disease and sorry, so whatever. Um, that's actually really good, so I, I would like it if that one, but I don't <coughs> think that'll happen. Um, outstanding Drama Actor. Now, there's no Game of Thrones people on here because it's one of those situations where it's so many actors that they all are supporting. You know, it's would, hard to... I would say that it's honestly Jon Snow at this point. You'd say Kit Harington's lead. Yes. See, I, I kind of would too, but obviously, it, with a lot of this stuff, it's all like... um, It's all politics anyway. It's like they let... The, like, um, promote their actor for a certain category. So, obviously, getting terms more confident that they can get more nominations in the supporting category. So, that's what they kind of advertise their actors as. Which is, is fine, but I think it's kind of messed up system. The Oscars do it, too. So, it's a little frustrating. Um, but at least with that many Academy members, it's hard to, like, buy off an entire category. Um, do you... I watch Kevin Spacey in House of Cards, Bob Odenrich for Better Call Saul, and Kyle Chandler for Bloodline. I think it's awesome that Kyle Chandler got nominated. Uh, he, that's actually, I really liked the first season of Bloodline. I just watched it and I'm on season two right now. And Kyle Chandler is great. And if you just know him from Friday Night Lights, which great show, by the way, check that out if you have it on Netflix. Um, but if you just watch him on that, you would think, oh, he's, and some of the other movies, he kind of plays the same character. Mm-hmm. In this, he has a side to him that you've never seen before. Like, he's got, I think he has, like, a, a lot of suppressed anger in that show. So it kind of, it shows. And I think he's, he gives a fantastic performance. Do you think he's going to beat um, Kevin Spacey? I think he's got the best shot. He's kind of, like, the staple in this category at this point. Every year he gets it. Um... He gets nominated, but I wouldn't be surprised if somebody else steals it. I I just don't know enough about these other shows. I'm again, Mr. Robot. Donovan is great. Me too. Um, but I don't think it's on. What it's on Showtime, I believe. Yeah. Um, just I just don't see it. Get it? See him getting it? I I think maybe even Bob Odenrich could steal it for Better Call Saul. That would be interesting. Um, just because of like the respect that he has for, he got nominated for supporting for all those years with, um, Breaking Bad. So he's just got a lot of respect with the Academy. So huh. that could be interesting. Um, outstanding drama actress. There's no real surprises here. Um, Robin Wright, she's a staple again with House of Cards. Viola Davis is fantastic on how to go with murder. I didn't like this season as much as past seasons, but I mean, she was great as, again, um, Orphan Black. I think 
from what I've heard about Orphan Black, I really need to watch the show. I think it's a show that both you and I would really like. It's like about cloning and things like that. And yeah. this girl plays uh, Tatiana Tatiana Maslany plays like tons of different versions of herself all in the same show. So based on solely on that, and if she's really good, like I don't see how you can not give it to her, right? For playing so many characters on one show. I mean, I just gotta see the story. Yeah, true, but... If the story's really good, I'll, I'll, I'll get into it. <laughs> but I'm talking about the performance. Like, if you're playing so many characters on one show, that's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, especially if they all have different personalities, exactly. too. Um, Fairy Stains and Homeland. I don't know. Is there any, like, anything that kind of surprised you when you saw it? Like, a, a nomination that you are like, really, that person? Like... Like in anybody? Yeah, anything. <clears throat> we'll skip around here. Who cares? Yeah, because I've watched a lot of these shows. Um, what was it that I was going to say? Um, I'm honestly just surprised because that, um, that, uh, that what? That Big Bang Theory is not here. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I know, because I know a lot of people who love that show sure. and they rave about it. Um, so that's one thing I'm actually going to say that, that I'm actually surprised. I am surprised that Kit Harrington is not in the outstanding drama. Mm-hmm. What do you think award. about um, Cause Cause I do, I do think he should, I mean, I'm glad he's nominated finally yeah. for something, but I mean, just not, I just don't think it's in the right category. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think about the other Game of Thrones nominees where we got in best supporting actress, you got Lena Headey, um, mm-hmm. Macy Williams and Amelia Clark. I think Lena Headey, Headley, mm-hmm. how you pronounce yeah. her name? I think she should get it. Um, really? Mm-hmm. If yeah. I'm, if I'm putting it, if I'm going to put it to like either Emma Clark or, or, um, or May, Macy Williams, yeah. um, I'm going to say Lena Headey because yeah. she did a great job. Okay. Oh, she she did, was fantastic this She season. did a great job showing how far she will go. Mm-hmm. Like she, everybody doubted her and she, she still believed that she could do it. So, and you saw her, you saw her struggling. So I'm really going to say that she, out of all three of them should get it. I haven't seen Maggie Smith and downtown Abbey. I haven't seen, um, the, the affair or unreal, but I do think that Lena Headey should get it. I yeah. don't know if she's gotten an award for this show before. I'm not quite sure. I need to look that up. But I, I do think that um, she should win it. She was great. I um, love to hate her this season. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Sorry. And I do think that the, if there is a year for her to win it, I think it's this year. Because honestly, I don't think her character is going to last very long. Um, come next season... Um, or even season after that. So I think that this is kind of her year and this is a big Cersei year. So I, I do think she has a good chance again with Downton Abbey coming to an end, I believe. Um, I, that has, she hasn't, Maggie Smith has an outside shot there. Um, I think Macy Williams, I think she was nominated for her body of work on the show because I don't necessarily think that like this season necessarily blew me away with her. Um, I know she did all the, like, like, she was blind and things like that, but I don't know, like, even her being blind didn't necessarily, like, blow me away, like, like, it didn't, 
I didn't go, wow, that was a fantastic, like I do with even Daredevil, which, speaking of Daredevil, where's Charlie Cox? Charlie Cox. He's fantastic on that show. I don't, I'm getting I really, don't understand. I'm getting really annoyed with the awards because they don't recognize a lot of Superhero great content. Like, Comic book content? I mean, I wouldn't... I don't really care that... And you know I love Arrow, but I don't really that care that that's not... nowhere near No, 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 no but I'm just saying. You know I love Arrow. Yeah. But I think Grant Gustin should have been nominated. Do you, nah. No. Did you nah. not see his, his, like... Did you not see... You, and you even... You even agree with me. Like, he, he, he gave he a great performance. His, his butt off. And he at least should have been considered. I don't know if he was considered. No, no. But I think he should have been considered. I think... I think Charlie is- Cox... Charlie Definitely. Cox, I agree with you. John Berth, John Berthraw, who plays Punisher. I can see that. He definitely should have been nominated. I think, I think that show this season was fantastic. Oh, it was. It was. And it's in my to top me, three. To me, it beat season one, personally. Oh, definitely. I don't, I, I, I don't know if I'm not, I don't know if I'm not in, in the minority or in the majority, but I don't even care. I did enjoy this season more. Than the yeah. first season, I agree with you. Um, for me, again, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt getting all these nominations. It's I just I didn't like this season. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I did not like this season. Not a reflecting. Like I think the week before the actual Emmy Awards, or maybe the week of, I'm going to do my top uh, or my list, like my actual list of the best shows of the year. Or that I watched at least because, like I said, I'm trying to catch up, people. I'm trying to watch a lot of TV right now. He um, still hasn't watched Walking Dead, guys. Uh, that's not going to happen. And notice, not on here. Um, but anyway. Um, watch it. Just put it all in. Uh, yeah. Um, so is it I, but watch it. I, I just, I'm pretty well, Kimmy Schmidt, I think the performances are great. Um, Ellie Kemper is the best part of that show. I don't even know what the show is about. <laughs> You've never seen the trailers on Netflix? Oh my gosh, dude. Dude, I'm busy (laughs) not sleeping. (laughs) Yeah, there's your problem. Um, but yeah, Ellie Kemper is great, but really, like, I I don't know. I'm gonna, it's on Netflix, you said, right? Yeah. I'll give it a watch. I don't know. I did not. How many many seasons are there? Two seasons. I'll give it a watch. Then there's 13 episodes in them, or? or Yeah, but you like these Netflix comedies. I mean, you liked Fuller House, so. Uh, I thought Fuller House was okay. Like I told you. Yeah, but I why told you, you keep I pressuring t- me to watch no, it. No, because though. I want you to watch it just so that we can talk, we can talk about it. Because <laughs> actually, I do like talking about shows and movies with you. Yeah, sure. So, um, um, limited. Again, these too many categories. Like, there's outstanding comedy, and then there's all the categories for com- the comedies. So it's like best actor, best actress, best supporting, and then it's like outstanding drama, and then there's all the categories for that, and then there's even another one, outstanding. Limited series, and it's like, dude, this is ridiculous. We have too many categories, period. Oh, shows, man. Um, so, but anyway, for limited, I've watched two of them. I know everyone in God's Green Earth watched the people versus OJ Simpson. I have not watched it. You watched I've a couple watched episodes, a few here episodes, now. yeah. Um, so what did you think of it? Do you think like it was really as good? Because people were hyping this thing up. Do you think, from what you saw, was it that good? I mean, it's not my kind of show, but I will say that it's really good and that the performances that everybody gave were amazing. Yeah, I mean, they all got 
tons of nominations. Um, so, like, I will give it that. Like, it's not my, I, I'll admit, it's not my kind of show. That's mm-hmm. why I didn't stick all the way through it, but it is a pretty damn good show. Yeah. Um, I would say I wasn't all that into the Night Manager. I thought it was just boring at times, but, um, Hugh Laurie, I could easily see winning for that, for his category with, um, best supporting actor in a limited series, which, again, why do we have that category? There's too many categories. Um, but let's get to your category. What do you mean my category? Outstanding reality competition. <laughs> I was talking, we were talking before the show, like, what have you seen? What if, and then we were going back and forth, and he's like, I watched all these reality shows. I was like, really? <laughs> so, all right, Ozzy, here's your, your chance to shine. What is the best reality competition? <laughs> Give it to me, Ozzy. Definitely, without a doubt, Project Runway. I mean, the way... <laughs> <laughs> don't. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. What is it? <laughs> Mama said that for you. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and say, um, freaking Top Chef, man. I love food. That's, that's it. I love food. I love seeing people make food. It's all about food at this point. Oh my gosh. Food did an amazing job. Food did an amazing job with their performance of being cooked. Okay. <laughs> so, We're getting so here. The chefs, the chefs did a fantastic job. I mean, I would have been a judge person. Yeah. Um, oh. American Ninja Warrior. In all, in all seriousness, I think they, sh- I think they should. Oh, really? Yes, because my friends got me into it last year, mm-hmm. and seeing, seeing that like what these people will do, and seeing how much it really means to them. I'm not saying like a lot of them don't mean it as well. I've seen the voice. I've seen all these shows, but I'm saying like, the like you feel. I feel like I'm on the edge of my seat seeing every single one of them. I don't even know them, but I'm just like, I hope you get it because it seems hard. I can't do this, but it seems hard. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely going to go for American Ninja Warrior. Um, okay, last category I want to talk, talk about before we move on to our Stranger Things review. Um, uh, outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama. This is obviously another big Game of Thrones category. We've got um, Peter Dinklage for Game of Thrones, obviously. Kit Harrington for Game of Thrones. Um, Jonathan Banks for Better Call Saul. Ben Mendelsohn for Bloodline. Michael Kelly for House of Cards. And John Voight for Ray Donovan. Um, who do you think's got this? Do you think it is Kit Harrington? That's got the best I, chance, or is that just who you want to win? I honestly want Kit Harrington to win. Yeah, but who do you think will? I don't know, because I don't watch a lot of these shows, so I can't really... I don't want to say who I think will win. Who I do think has a great chance of winning, in all honesty, is still Kit Harrington. Oh, really? Yes. I mean, his performance in episode nine is just... Like, it... it but I agree that this is definitely me. his best performance. I just, I, I don't necessarily think that he's going to win it. I think, look, I've only seen all of the first season of Bloodline, and I know I've talked about the show already, but it's really good. And um, Ben Mendelsohn is mind-blowingly good in the first season of Bloodline, and if he's even half as good, he deserves to win it in the second season. Um, so that's kind of what I think. But Michael Kelly on House of Cards, another, like, 
he is fantastic on uh, another amazing reason to watch that show. Like you, he's a despicable person sometimes in that show, but you still care about him. And that's just because of how genuine Michael Cullen's performance is and how just, you just care for the guy. And I, I think it's a great, I, I think it's a great performance. You just, really, so, you just really care for the guy. You, you do. Know what I'm um, um, anything else you want to throw in here or do you want to move on to our Stranger Things let's review? Let's move on to the Stranger Things review. All right. All right. Let's do it. Um, for this review, we have my kid brother here because he watched it with me. I'm excited. And he is Enrique Cheriboga. Whoa. I'm normally behind the scenes getting them water as they crack their whips at me, but I'm excited <laughs> to be talking some Stranger Things. Guys, there's no whips involved in this show. Okay, <laughs> no, no children were harmed in the making no of this podcast. No children were harmed in the making of this podcast. Okay, um, I don't even consider him a child at this point. I'm a teen. Sure, I, I guess we got up Anyway, all right, let's move on. So, Stranger Things. We're gonna start with a spoiler-free review. Depending on how our time is looking, we may get into. Our, um, just a spoiler discussion for those who have watched the show. But as of now, spoiler free until further notice. Um, guys, overall thoughts. What did you think of the show? Would you recommend it to people? Hell yes. (laughs) Show was fantastic. All right. Almost cried in the end. The characters were awesome. All there started out with multiple storylines and they all just merged together so perfectly. The best shows do that. Yeah. Was really I'm good. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say something. The opening scene to this show really got me hooked. There's not a lot of shows that do that for me. Like I'm, I have to sit through the pilot. and I was like, okay, pilots are normally the worst episode, but yeah, I'm like, okay, but then like, but this first episode really got me hooked. And the opening credits for this movie, I don't like to talk show. about opening credits. Sorry, show. No. <laughs> the, um, I don't like to talk about opening credits for the for a show a lot because sometimes it's not. Most of the time, it's like after eh, whatever. Especially these days, there's no theme songs anymore yeah, or anything. But the soundtrack and just the way it was designed, I really liked it. It was sort of simple, but really eerie, and I really liked it. Really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, the score for this, you're you're completely right. The score is incredible for this show. Um, for me, I. Okay, I want to get your guys' answers to this kind of question that I'm proposing here, but I'm going to start it off. I'm I'm going to describe the show. What's the best way to quickly describe the show to convince somebody to watch it? For me, it's it's a perfect blend of Steven Spielberg and Stephen King. It's like if those two, at their very best, the peak, the height of their powers, got together and decided to make something. It's this show. Um, it's not necessarily perfect, but the characters are so lovable and engaging, and the story is such a unique blend of sci-fi, of horror, coming of age that it's it's it works so well. It's just this perfect cocktail. It's fantastic. Um, so, how would you describe? Like, if you if somebody were to say, "Give me a line to just kind of explain the show." It's a it's a fun mystery monster sci-fi eighties creation. I guess you could say it was that was a really weird sentence to put it out there. Like, but the characters were great. It was a bunch of different genres that just all blended well together. Like I said, with the storylines, 
And the kid group of characters were just great, lovable, mm-hmm. great lines, great yeah. writing. I definitely agree. It has a really cool eighties feel to it. Like I feel like I, I felt like I was watching an eighties movie at a time. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Ozzy? I would say it's a great mix between um, gritty. You got your sci-fi in there, and you're also having fun because you. You relate to a lot of these characters. Yeah. I mean, especially like the gu- like the guys. I remember I was a kid at one point, and <laughs> you know, I think there were those are honestly part, some of my yeah. favorite parts of the show. So it's definitely relatable. Um, yeah, and we've all kind of said the same thing about the characters, about mm-hmm. being great characters. And I think what works best with these characters is that they all have their weird little quirks. And yeah. like, I mean, there's one kid who's got a lisp. There's one, and there's one kid who just can't stand up to his friends. And there's, yeah. there's a, and they all just have these little things and character flaws yeah. that, um, really ground them and make them relatable. Um, and also it, it, it definitely helps that the performances are fantastic. These kids were great. There's some of the, it's some of the best child acting we've seen in a long time on yeah. TV or movies. Yeah. This, the acting in this movie was amazing. <laughs> the acting in this movie was amazing. Show. TV show. And, and the show is. I apologize, guys. I think in the show and this Netflix series was amazing. We're used to reviewing movies here, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> no, but but it, at the same time, it really did feel like a movie, though. And I was yeah. always invested. Like this could have been. Sure. And that's uh, what Netflix does, especially that it's a kind of a limited series or mini series or whatever you want to call it, because it's only eight episodes, so it's an easy binge. Um, I thought I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say these guys. Um, Winona Ryder. And David Harbour, I don't know if I'm pronouncing your name right, they did a great job. Winona Ryder was fantastic. Um, she was the next person I was going to bring up. I don't, I haven't seen her in a lot lately, but she came back with the fire, at yeah. least for me, and she did fantastic. I really loved her in this movie. It was a powerhouse performance by her, in my opinion. Um, she, like, she just had, at times, just this air of desperateness. Like, it was like, you can't help but feel sorry for her and root for her because you could just tell in the way she was performing that she was so just desperate to find her kid, you know? And, but also like you could tell just in the way she was acting it, acting out this, some of these scenes that she knew that there's a good chance that she's just insane. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, she was like, I gotta find my kid. So, like, it, she played it so that there was this perfect balance of, like, teetering on, like, is she insane to, like, come on, let, let's find your kid. Like, you're rooting for her. And you sort of feel bad for her a little bit because these things keep happening to her, mm-hmm. getting in her way of finding her son and everything. True. Um, and then also another performance I want to bring up is, um, Natalia Dyer, who is the teen girl in the show. I thought she was amazing like i i i don't know if you particularly liked her but i thought her performance kind of again kind of grounded she, the show and made she played it nancy right yeah nancy um i found her kind I mean, of annoying I, at first annoying really well no 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 not like not her acting or anything yeah. just like the character okay. the typical teenager like no yeah. i don't want to go with this guy blah, blah. but um i think she has a great arc no, but that's the thing. Like, I actually ended up really liking her arc. Mm-hmm. I really ended up liking her arc. Um, 
I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna get the spoilers right now. Mm-hmm. I'll get that. I'll get into that later. I know you but, don't like um, some things about her story, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, people. Yeah. Anyway, um, I for me the biggest thing that I just I really loved about the show was just how mysterious they kept it, and you know how they kept introducing like little bits of sci-fi, little bits of horror, and it's like. They just kept you not knowing what to expect because they were so and so throwing so many genres in your face. And it you were worked. just like, yeah. It worked. It and surprisingly it, worked. Yeah. It, it was just like, whoa, what, like, what kind of show were you watching? It was like a sci fi, and then it was like a mystery, and then it was like yeah. a investigation, and I was like, and then it goes into straight up like monster movie, and you're like, what is this? <laughs> it all works, and it all mixes yeah. together so well. I think we already discussed this. All these arcs blend so perfectly mm-hmm. in the um, we're gonna we're gonna get into that in a spoiler talk, but that was fantastic. Yeah. So you guys have any negatives for this? Um yeah. I I I, I do. I think you don't have as many as I do, but I only I have one negative. Oh really? Yep, you know what it is too. But, <laughs> <laughs> but is that spoilers? Yeah, it is a spoiler. Okay, so, I'm not gonna say anything about I, it. I have a few spoiler free ones. Um for me, I do think there were slight pacing issues at times. Just slight. It wasn't like big, but I do think that it was a little bit rushed at times where I'm just like, oh, can't it be ten episodes? Just let us like kind of slow it down, let us understand each individual storyline and and I just there were times when I was like Whoa, like, what, okay, can't we slow it down? Just, I just wanted it, it really, it might just be I wanted two more episodes, you know? <laughs> Who knows? Um, or even... This show was just that great that you yeah, wanted two more or, episodes. <laughs> I don't know, even, like, five more episodes, because normally Netflix shows are 13 episodes. But anyway, um, alright, other than that, um, there were, without going into specifics, there were some characters that I just found, like, not only, like, useless, but... And, you know, you can have characters who are just, like, kind of there, just as, like, you have to have them, they're dressing for the scenes or whatever. But don't focus on them. And I do think... Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to touch on that. Yeah, I totally There were times where there were side characters who got a little too much focus, just a little bit, um, where it wasn't, like, entire, like, episodes devoted to side characters, but there were just, like, there were certain scenes where it just, like, did we need to like spend time with this guy? Like, I don't care about him. Um, specifically some of the fathers in the show. Like I, I was just like, okay. And there was one mini arc that I was just like, I don't think that's necessary for this show. Um, but whatever it, it is what it is. I have one small character problem. Okay. I don't think this is really, spo- no, this isn't a spoiler because like it's in the trailer for the show and stuff, but Everything that sets the show in motion is this kid going missing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we... I I don't feel like we got to spend enough time with this kid before he went missing. Like, I feel like when the show, like, kept going, like, I felt like he was just a missing kid. Like, I didn't really care. I cared about the characters finding yeah. him, but I didn't really care about the character himself. I can completely agree with that. That's something I remember thinking as we got started with the show. Like, when we were on, like, episode two, three, I was just like, you know... I like these characters who are looking for him, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily know him that well, so I don't necessarily care if they, he gets found, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I care for Winona Ryder. Mm-hmm. I care for his friends, but I don't necessarily care for him, like, you know? Um, and I 
I think that's fair because, again, this goes back to my slight rushed complaint, is that we didn't get enough time to know this kid. We just didn't. I think it kind of jumps right into it, and this is not a spoiler. It, it's in the trailer. Like, <laughs> you see it in the trailer. The kid gets abducted. abducted. Um, so, it, but it happens so quickly that you're mm-hmm. just like, I don't know you, so why am I, like, is it just because you're a kid I'm supposed to care? Um, so, I do think that that's a fair complaint. A fair Alright, well, we are going to get into our spoiler discussion now, so if you have not watched Stranger Things, you've heard our rave reviews for it, so please go watch it, and then come back and finish this episode, because we're going to talk a bunch of spoilers. I'm going to give you guys, like, five seconds to turn this off. Wait, real quickly, if you do are turning this off, make sure you rate, review on iTunes, subscribe, and please share. We're trying to get more more subscribers and all of that jazz. So, yes. All right. This is your official spoiler warning. Here we go. Spoilers. So, how awesome is it? Oh. Yep. All right. Let's so, do it. Um, that. Did you like the ending? Hell, partially, no. Okay, <laughs> well, let me I tell you okay. why. I know Eleven you. didn't even have to go. Okay, she could have stayed. Liked, I liked her leaving. That, like that her ending leaving. was great. She, it was self-sacrifice. Why did no. she not have to go? What, like, what, how, that, how else would they have taken care of the monster? <laughs> uh, she could have, like, twisted his neck or something. Oh she could have ended up with Mike. That's she all I care. Listen, what? She drained. drained. Like, I felt like I was, I felt like from the beginning of her, like, little nosebleeds, I'm like, this is going to lead up to her, like, dying or something like that. I felt she like. She has a chance of coming back. No, she yeah, does. she does. Definitely, definitely does. I go waffles. But I do, I think that her sacrifice worked, especially right after they pull you in with the uh, her and Mike thing. No, that crap pissed me off, man. You know what? I hate, te- I hate teases. In. I hate teases. That thing pisses me off because it's like. Yeah, you gonna go to the snowball with me? Yeah, go to the snowball with me. Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is so cute. And then, no, she's like, goodbye. I'm just like, yo, really? <laughs> Not everything has to be happy, Ozzy. No, man, it's so freaking annoying. I understand his life, but like, chill. <laughs> so it's like I'm so annoying. Like I'm really rooting for these characters. Of course, I really want to find Will, mm-hmm. but you always like you see. That Mike really cares for her, and you really see that she's actually yeah. starting to care for someone, yeah. probably like the first time in her life. So I really wanted that story mm-hmm. arc to progress and see where it can go. Yeah, but no, it's gonna blow her up. Yeah, um, I, I think that her character development throughout the show was incredible. Like they kind of make her out to be like, it's kind of like juvenile like as powerful as she is like she's so young mentally because she has no communication with anybody other than like these scientists um so that was a really interesting dynamic and the way she kind of learned things like that can sometimes be annoying where you have a character who literally knows nothing but the way they kind of made like the way they brought that aspect of it to life I think it really worked for the show because it allowed for the relationship between Mike and Elle to develop. Um, she was just generally awesome. That grocery exit 
from the grocery store was yeah. amazing. That's so bad for the dude. <laughs> 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 boss, yo, um, <laughs> new doors. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was great. Um, and just the reveal, even like every time she used her powers, they did a great job of every time she used her powers, making it feel like it was a huge event. Like they run a risk when you get into like sci-fi shows of like showing cool things too often so mm-hmm. it's not as cool anymore but with this they every time that they did it it was such like a oh my gosh moment that you're that you feel like oh my gosh every time she does it so it doesn't lose its value as it goes along yeah mm-hmm. i can agree with that i think partially what it with that was some of the characters reactions like the True. kids were always like oh my gosh like, she just that flipped awesome. every yeah um and even, like, because obviously you're going to have moments, like, you're going to have your traditional moments where the characters are having great times, everything's looking good, everything's up, and then things fall down, and characters have their falling out, and people separate. That obviously happens in the show when the kids split up. Um, but it didn't feel predictable. It didn't feel like, oh, we're doing this. The characters were so, again, the characters were so well developed that it just worked. Um, when they split up, you believe that they have legitimate reasons to. Um, so I definitely think that was a great aspect of it. It shows definitely not a cliche show. It's not, um, it's very unpredictable at most points. Um, do you guys have any, like, anything else specifically you want to think about? I just think that I just think this show really grabs you in, and yeah. I think it really focuses in these characters. And I don't think a lot of shows know how to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's really great how they focus on each character too. Mm-hmm. Like, each character will have their moment to shine. Yeah, and it's really great. It's really good. I loved, really loved the show. The show will definitely make it in personally my top yeah. favorite of the year. Yeah, um, I think. For me, what the moment I kind of realized that I was like really invested in this show was when I was sitting there watching it with my brother, and we're like, "Well, they just like we're frustrated. We're like, they just need to talk to each other. They all have different pieces of the puzzle. <laughs> like they know about the monster. The mom knows about the knows that her son's still alive somewhere. The cop knows about the lab. The kids know about everything." And they all just need to get together they and just, just talk it out. They just needed because, a meeting. And we're all sitting, and we're both sitting there like, come on, this is, let's I go. I was pissed because I had to go to work. <laughs> like, right after they met up. And I was yeah. like, no. Yeah. <sighs> but the fact that we're all sitting there like, come on, let's, this is, gosh. Yeah, but I know why they did it, because they did it like, yeah. they kind of set it up. Like, they, did, they were smart with it in a yeah. sense. They were splitting it up sort of like the Avengers, like how Marvel did it. Like, everybody has like, and a piece or something. Together. And yeah. they all come to, Yeah, it was like joining forces, guys. Come on, let's do this. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like I, it. I, I do agree. I think that everything kind of came together well. I do think that some people might be frustrated by the fact that, oh my gosh, they would just come together already. But it's so satisfying in the end that I, I don't see how that can be a complaint from people. So I, I really hope people end up watching this show. Yeah. Great um, show. I, I know it's coming out like beginning of Emmy contention, like, cause Emmy start, I think you can start 
the end of March, the beginning of May or something. But so I know it's kind of early in the Emmy year, quote unquote. But do you think this has a chance again? Winona Ryder, I do think she has a legit chance. I think she should win for a limited series. Think she should win. Oh, we haven't even seen the rest of the TV this year, man. Um, anyway, that's how great she was. <laughs> One little thing about the show: Did you guys see the poster? I love the poster. The poster was great. Uh, I agree. I actually have to say that my phone was really good. Um, will I get it? It's a little clustered, but yeah. I do think that it's really cool. And seeing it again just reminds you of classic '80s Spielberg. It's all mm-hmm. reminds me of. It's like yes, yes, give me that. Mm-hmm. Um, so. That is our discussion on Stranger Things, the Netflix show. I'm not done. Oh, okay. Oh, Nancy getting with freaking Steve at the end. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, I thought you. Were, I thought you were going to go into this right away, and then Are I you forgot you were kidding me. That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But it's realistic. No, come it's on. Exactly. I'm not going to say it's not realistic, but it's freaking stupid. It's stupid. Like you guys connect over this one thing. And he was there, for, like this dude was there, like like not even stopping his friends writing slut and not making fun of her and everything. Okay, that's what Steve was there for. Yeah. I'm gonna give yeah, Steve some. I'm gonna, that's exactly what I'm gonna get to. I'm gonna give Steve some props, you know, for saying, "Hey, babe, I'm here. I'm gonna hit this thing. I don't know what even. I don't know what the heck it's called. <laughs> oh my god! But like <laughs> saying, listen, listen, babe, I'm here. I got this bat. I didn't make it. I know. I know he did." But I but I took it so I can kill this thing. You always bring it in weird directions, right? <laughs> no, but like it pisses me off. I just came in the end and literally helped them. Oh my gosh! I, just I don't mind. No, I don't mind if they end up being like a little trio, like a little trio of friends and stuff like that. Because I think that's what they're leading into. Because he does. Steve does realize that he is he's not the best guy, but he does want to learn from her and be a better person. Okay. But he's one of those characters where I was just like, yeah. he doesn't, we don't need to have focus. I understand why they did it, but mm-hmm. he did not need to have that much focus. Like, I don't care about his whole friend thing. And He's definitely one of the characters who, in my in the spoiler-free section, I was talking about characters that I thought got a little too much focus. Like, characters I just didn't care about. Yeah. Um, and I get where you're coming from. But I do think, at the end of the day, as much as I necessarily... It didn't necessarily care about his character and thought he'd take us on a little too much. If you take a step back and look at his arc, I don't necessarily think it was executed as well as it should have been, but he has a decent arc. Like he, He's a character who, right off the bat, you're like, oh, this is a douche. Right, right off the bat, you know he's a douche. And, he is a douche. And That's proved, exactly why Nancy He proves it. Guy. He proves that he's a chump. and But then he comes around, and he has a moment where he realizes, like, I actually cared about her. And I think that was interesting, and I think it was a good payoff for him and his character. Um, I don't necessarily like his character, and I'm like you. Of course I was rooting for the other guy. But let's be honest, he was kind of creepy. So. <laughs> I'm not saying that Jonathan's not creepy, okay? I'm not saying that. Everybody has their... Whoa. 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 Has what are you their, doing? Um, everybody has their things that aren't good. You know, everybody yeah, has I guess. Their, I don't know where you guys were going with that, but the, no one's the picture scene outside the house is a little. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, not everyone's perfect. Like, yeah, okay. he takes pictures. Okay, okay but that guy. <laughs> No, but like that's not yeah. saying that Steve okay, okay. isn't perfect. Yeah, like yeah, Steve I is a it. douchebag who literally helped his friends write slut for Nancy yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And he was a douche to her. And 
in the beginning, he really, all he wanted to do was get in her pants. That's true. Compared to John, I'm not going to say, hey, dude, you can go take pictures of whatever naked girl you want to take. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying that, like, he definitely should have oh been with her God. the other day. <laughs> not saying that at all. It's not okay. But I would have preferred her her to be with oh, him. Of would have. That's how your design, that's how the show is designed. And he's a nicer feel. guy. Okay? That's and how he the even, show is even, designed even, to even apologized. Steve came in apologizing because not only did it get beat up, then he realizes that, I mean, which I also can give him props for, because not a guy, not a lot of guys can do this today. Oh, you know, I really messed up, you know, because I lost a girl. Like, I'm, I'm proud of him. But no, Nancy is John's girl. She's stupid. <laughs> oh, come on. Just like, just when I was trying to really like her, too, I was like, you know what? She's awesome, dude. Like, <laughs> she can suit a... <laughs> I mean, she definitely can handle a gun I'm, way better than John. <laughs> I was not as upset about this as you <laughs> I was pissed. But... I was pissed. Even... They even teased it. They teased it. Know. They teased it at the Christmas scene. That's true. She's they, like... They were a little cruel I'm gonna go that. with it. I'm gonna go with the kiss. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually for Steve. <laughs> no. We need to make a rule that Ozzy can't make female voices on the <laughs> podcast because it is very creepy. Imagine if not Michael Penny... We lost all our listeners that are still here. Imagine. Every single one of them turned it off right now. Imagine. No. Yep. No. Tweet People. at me if you stuck through the entire episode because Wait, no. thank you. Wait, no. Imagine if Michael Pena's Ant-Man character recapped all of Stranger Things. That'd <laughs> no. be amazing. Nah, yeah, so, bro. Oh. Like, I should have been with a girl. Okay. He com- wasn't even here. <laughs> complete side note here. Did you see the Samuel Jackson explaining Game of Thrones in seven minutes no. YouTube video? It is amazing. Like, it's from Game of Thrones' official YouTube channel, and I think it's on their Facebook page as well. It's literally Samuel L. Jackson cursing up a storm explaining Game of Thrones <laughs> the entire show. <laughs> it's so good. I need to see it. Um, I'm anyway. probably going to watch it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, I did. Do you think we're going to get a second season? I just don't know where they can go with it. I mean, they definitely point. left I mean, some cliffhangers. They left, they left some cliffhangers and stuff like that. I just, I don't know. If this show where reaches, else it could go. If this show reaches some good popularity, I could definitely see them renewing it for a second season. Yeah. Um, I would love a second season. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know what it could mm-hmm. be about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, because I think the basically the whole entire. Science organization that they had going on there kind of get shut down. Kind of everybody. Well, but no, they picked up the sheriff too. What do you think that was about? Like they picked up the sheriff and then he knows that too. was so random to me I know. <laughs> because he just they picked him up and then he sees the car behind him. He's like, "All right, let's get in the back seat." So yeah, that was so random. I wouldn't have gotten in the back seat. <laughs> it was really weird. And then, but then also, like he goes and he delivers egos to that one thing. I couldn't tell. Was that like a in memorial thing? Or was that, like, he's expecting somebody to pick them up? I kind of took it as he was expecting somebody to pick them up. Like, yeah, me maybe too. Elle's trapped in the Upside Down or something. That's what I'm thinking. He should be fine, though, next season. Because she, she's, ele- she's yeah. Elle, man. She's 11. Um, I'm going to call I'm, my daughter 11. So I, like, I do hey. think there's enough intrigue there for them to come up with another story. Yeah, but I just don't, it's like, just, I just need to find out, like, what details yeah. about it. Like, I don't think, this show definitely can't be 
long. I don't want it. I don't want it. To, I don't want it to be seven to eight seasons. No, like if it's gonna be five seasons, make it a really good five seasons. Like yeah. bring some, bring that whole game that you brought back yeah. into the second season. Sure, actually, to um, the rest of the seasons that the are the following. The issue they have, or they're going to have moving forward, is the kids. Kids grow up <laughs> with adults you're you don't have to worry about people aging as no, much i think but kids age quickly so you, if you're gonna shoot the if you're gonna shoot the next season you gotta get it you gotta get on it unless you're gonna make it a time that's count. that's the problem with the walking dead that's the problem because they have they have this kid and he, he's the same age throughout the whole entire yeah. and they leave their they leave their the seasons at so many cliffhangers See, the kid is clearly growing, but he's still stuck in the same time. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. I was thinking about that while I was watching season seven, actually, and I was like, so Carl's like 17 in real life, but in the show, he's like 14. What is yeah. happening? But anyways, that's, excuse my side note. I don't think they're going to deal with the show. I think if, I think they're actually going to do the, the timing better. Yeah, because, make it a time jump. Yeah, because like if it's, I feel it's going to be like, oh, you know, a year has happened or like nine months has happened. And I think that's smart. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be really lazy about it. I I I do think that there's a good chance to get a second season. It depends on how popular the show is. And the thing is, we're not going to know until they announce it because Netflix doesn't release their numbers, and that's just how it is. Um, I'm going to recommend this show to you guys because it's a really good show. So we're just going into recommendations now. Yeah, that's my that's my that's my PS recommendation. Oh, okay. okay. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, let's. Unless you have anything else to add to our Stranger Things discussion, let's move yeah. into recommendations. As always, I'm Team John. Close it Nothing. out. Um, all right, Ozzy, what do you got? I'm gonna recommend ET because ET is kind of similar to this movie. I mean, show. Oh it's <laughs> similar to this show. Um, it's definitely about part of the story arc. Is definitely still about becoming friends and really starting a relationship with um with E.T. um because he's from a different he's very different, very unique and staying over a friend's house and stuff like that. So it's very I'm gonna suggest E.T. Um yeah, that's definitely a compar- fair comparison to make, I think. Um that's one of my favorite Spielberg movies actually. Um which that's, we need to do a top 10 Spielberg list one time because there's a lot of Spielberg movies. I need to see my film watched. Oh my gosh. You depress me sometimes. <laughs> um, anyway. He's one of them though. Hey. Um, anyway, I will recommend a show that I talked about a lot on this episode, especially on Emmy discussion, Bloodline. I think that the first season is fantastic. Episode 11 of season one had my heart beating like no show has ever had my heart beating. Like, I was just, like, on the edge of my seat. Like, oh my gosh, please tell me what's going to happen. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? The last 30 minutes of the episode was fantastic. Um, and I know some people will be like, oh, you had there were crazier moments than that. But, yeah, sure. Okay, you can talk about, like, Red Wedding and Game of Thrones or the season finale of season four of Dexter. Like, those are some of my top moments on TV that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But those are more like dread and horror than like edge of my seat. And that's what I'm talking about. And Bloodline does a fantastic job of setting it up. It is great. 
Um, so I would definitely recommend that. I've gotten my mom to watch that, actually. So I will definitely keep recommending that and hope that people listen to me. You definitely need to watch it, also. It's great. Um, I'll check. <laughs> yeah, add it No, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, because I gotta watch that comedy that's on Netflix, remember? Which one? I don't remember at this point we were talking about Kimmy it. Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. You can blow through Kimmy Schmidt and the first season is funny. I'm not the biggest Kimmy Schmidt fan. I just want to watch it to see if it's funny. You know, have a good time. Don't listen to me. Anyway. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, um, I'm gonna, I mean, I'll get into you it. You need to watch more dramas, man. That's that's your thing. You just need to get into one of these TV you dramas. You know that I'm very busy during our TV schedule as it is. As that it is, is true. But maybe we need to drop some of these TV, these superhero shows. But... That's a conversation for another day, which we will have that conversation because I it's been recommended. But anyway, um, let's close it out, Ozzy, unless you got anything else to throw in there. Wait, Enrique, did you have a recommendation? Yes, I did have a recommendation. Oh, okay. I wanted to recommend The Way, Way Back. It is a fun, dramatic summer adventure movie, coming-of-age movie. I found it the other day randomly searching through On Demand. It is a great movie. And the acting was great, writing was great. I would recommend it. Definitely check it out. All right. All right. Sounds so, good. Um, since you're the guest, Enrique, what? Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at cboga six three five, and I have a YouTube channel called Stop the Motion that you should check out. All right, Carlos, and where can we find you? Um, on Twitter at cherry four five six, and again, please make sure you rate, review, subscribe. All of that, and please share. Please share. <laughs> okay, guys, and you can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy. And as always, as always, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes if you guys actually use it because, you know, some people are weird. This is Scrying Fellas. Bye.